well, uh, hmm, hi, ooh. Remember when I said I don't know anyone who's had COVID in China? <laughs> That's changed. Um, yeah, and you know how I said I had this podcast that I needed to, uh, I want to get done? Well, that didn't happen either. <laughs> oh, and what about Yahoo? Oh, yeah, that's been blocked too. By the way, <laughs> and one other thing I forgot. I had this air raid, air raid siren from, was it Monday? Uh, honoring Jiang Zemin, former president, chairperson, and everything, leader of the Chinese nation. That comes after today's episode. Folks, Thursday, December 8th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sierski. Hope you're doing well and uh, staying warm out there. Haven't was out this morning for a three-mile run to help shake off, run off, shed off yesterday's uh, imbibement. Um, it was nice and sunny today, so it was actually very pleasant, very quiet lately, very odd because the with the policies changing and everything, I don't know if the uh, schools are going to go back to uh, in-person teaching anytime soon, like uh, prior to Spring Festival. We've got another six weeks until Spring Festival, uh, and I'm guessing they're going into exam season at some point around now. I'm not entirely sure when, uh, but uh, that seems, it's no doubt contributing to the quietness because, again, the, the this generator uh, isn't on as it normally is during the day, which is fine. Good, 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 good. I know I, maybe it's a time clock uh, ticking down. The other thing actually that's changed is that it's not just the school um, that's there. They're actually renovating the, another building right beside it. And that those are construction sounds. Now, my issue with this is that what if there's another generator? So it's like instead of just one generator, there's two or what if they have to use the generator that's already in there? This is this is not boding well for my my silence and peace and quiet and you know happy dappy dapper Zen mode whatever it is because uh, yeah if there's that generator it really, oh, it's just a high whiny sound all the all day and if they forget to shut it off, ugh, brutal. Well, anyway. Do you remember, was it two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I said, I don't know anyone in China who's ever had COVID here. All of a sudden, literally, that's changed. 100%. It's gone from, oh, pardon me, it's gone from me not knowing anybody to not, not just even the close lockdown that happened three weeks ago, but it's now, I know people who have COVID right now. Uh, that they they have tested positive, the nasal swab or whatever tested positive. So this, of course, raises a few questions. Um, some plausible, some not so plausible. Uh, number one, um, is it actually COVID that that's being traced here uh, or being found, or is it the seasonal flu that is showing up and giving sort of a uh, uh, a false positive? As a result, since I mean, especially since you know, two years ago, three years ago, you'd go get you go get tested, even if you were sick, uh, it was you know, it might not show up. So, are the nasal swabs more reliable or less reliable than going to these these blue tents or these COVID stations that used to be ubiquitous, or does it show that these uh, testing places 
actually weren't very accurate to begin with. That the it was them that was the you know putting ten uh, what would you call it ten Q-tips in one vial. Maybe that wasn't the best way to do testing, even though it saved on space. Maybe that was you know uh, causing issues with the total numbers. These nasal swabs, it's one person, uh, one plate, that's it, right? It, it, there's no other chance for contamination. So, um, yeah, it does raise some questions about whether or not it's a direct result, if it's more authentic. I kind of lean towards the idea hmm. oy, oy, oy. <laughs> that uh, it's more authentic now. That It's actually, we're probably seeing a, a truer picture of what COVID is um, compared to what it was even like uh, a month ago, two months ago. Um, but the thing uh, that uh, has also come up that I mentioned uh, yesterday or the day before that uh, it's, although they have COVID, although it is an issue, it's this strain of COVID isn't as bad as the, the other ones. Now, now <laughs> that doesn't make people feel any better because they're like, I still feel sick. And they're all saying that they got sick. And some of the people, uh, like typically, it's, they get knocked out for two, three days or something like that. Um, like a lot of cold symptoms, flu symptoms, and everything. And this is like vaccinated and unvaccinated people alike. So it's a, it's one of those things where you're kind of like, uh, wow. I mean, it, it does hit everybody. It's not even so much you can't get COVID. It's when will you get COVID, and what was your COVID experience like? Um, yeah. So hopefully this. It is time for the seasonal flu anyway, uh, especially with the, the drop in temperature over the last two to three weeks. It was just, I mean, it was going to happen anyway. Um, and I mentioned this before, you know, we've missed a couple flu seasons here. And so it's, it's maybe we're seeing, a, you know, nature is snapping back to what it, you know, normalizing, I guess you could say, right? Well, unlike in Canada, no one has COVID anymore. <laughs> there are pockets of COVID, but uh, not too much overall. Um, did you know Yahoo is no longer available in China? Uh-oh. I mean, I used to use them for my recovery passwords and stuff like that, like, because it used to be the one, um, foreigner, you know, one email address that I could send stuff to that, uh, I could still access here without, uh, any sort of assistance. And now that's gone. If you go to the, the website or you try to access a uh, Yahoo website, it says Yahoo websites as of whatever, December or whatever, or October, November, whatever, 2022, are no <laughs> longer available in the mainland of China. So, hmm, I have to find a new recovery password. <laughs> what, what goes recovery password if I need to, if I have to use a connection device in order to access the account that is getting that information sent to? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Other surprise today, uh, I had a Korean dinner uh, from Dwebuji, I think it is. Dwebuji? Dwebuji? Uh, this is, a, I guess it's a play on Dwebuji. I'm not entirely sure, but Korean food for foreigners, as I'm told. Very good, actually. Very surprised. Uh, it's the first time I've had it. Tried to have it a while ago. Yeah, I did I did order it, but then they're like, well, we can't find a delivery driver, so... Uh, either cancel the order or, or cancel the order because we can't send it out. So I finally had it. Uh, I had some sort of uh, tofu, 
kimchi soup mixture thingy. Haven't had this stuff in a, a long time. Uh, was not impressed with the add-ons that I had to pay for. Well, that I did like a little. Uh, I bought some kimchi. I bought some. I guess they were mushrooms and cheese. And we're talking. They came in like almost a thimble full of. You know when you go to a restaurant and they give you a, uh, like a cup of sauce. Like here in uh, Beijing, it'd be like if you go to um, Plan B or Qmax or Blue Frog, they give you a little cup with sauce in it, right? That's what they serve the kimchi in. That's what they serve the cheese in. And that's what they served the little mushrooms in. It was like literally a shot's worth of each. And you're going, I did not have to pay $2 for that. 10 quai, 8 quai, 6 quai, whatever. It doesn't matter. And the cheese. It was like cheese slices cut up and put into the, the little container. Rip off, but food's still very good. So if you're going to do that, get the big mains. Don't worry about the sides. Go to your April Gourmet and get some Korean sides that way. I mean, it's a, probably a lot better. A lot more um, worth the money, I would say. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's getting late. <laughs> and uh, last night, did not sleep so well. So, uh, yeah, I, I do want to get going to bed as well. But uh, today also presented me with another opportunity uh, that I had to take advantage of because uh, he is leaving the country. Uh, he's leaving the city Saturday morning, and he's leaving the country next week. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've recorded episode number 36 of my podcast. And I know I still haven't released episode number 35 because I was going to do that. I was supposed to do it yesterday and got sidetracked. I was going to do it today. And then this opportunity came up. I'm like, well, I got to, you know, I could push back post production um, easier than I can push back uh, live production, right? So I had to take the, the opportunity to. Uh, to, to meet this guy uh, before he uh, leaves leaves China, and uh, so we sat and we it was about a two and a half hour recording or so something like that. I I am actually interested to see how this one turns out because this is the one this is the first interview that I am using the DJI mics. Now I've, I've talked about this before, uh, but I I use the DJI mics which clipped onto the shirt. But I also have a backup uh, recording with the uh, the Zoom H4n as well. So uh, it's uh, I'll have I'll, well, I'll see which one sort of works best, and then publish that one along. I might even do some clips, you know, something like that. Like do a little like, A/B testing or something like that, and just send that out uh, to, to to you know some people to see if they can hear a difference or, or anything like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so episode number thirty six of the Big Podcast uh, is in the works. And um, you should hopefully have that up. Well, I can't. I'm not going to give a date. <laughs> now that the Delta Module 1 is over, I have a little bit more time. Um, I seem to be filling up that time very quickly. Uh, but uh, so episode number 35 is still it's stuck in post-production pipeline. I was working on it today as well. Uh, but again, with uh, setting up and, and recording... It was about 4.30, 5 o'clock, 4.30 we started. So um, that didn't end until, you know, just after around 7 o'clock or something. So, yeah, uh, and I, I, have never, I haven't had that happen before in a very long time where I've had episodes overlapping uh, post-production and production. Uh, but I did, I, I did something that I normally do um, that I try to get myself in the habit of doing is transferring all the files right away. And then that way they're set up and ready to go for when I need to actually start editing. Speaking of the Delta, 
so this um, yesterday I did write my Delta Module One exam for this. Uh, so it's an ESL diploma, basically for uh, teaching adults, and I was uh, looking at other options of doing Delta Module 2 and 3. Was it yesterday I was talking about this? I don't know, recently I've been talking about whether or not I could do the Module 2 here in China, here in Beijing, or if I'd have to go somewhere else, such as Thailand. And I'm like, yes, I'll go to Thailand for six months, and no problem. So I emailed the uh, the company, the Nile, uh, N-I-L-E, and I asked them, like, do you guys have a method to do this here in, in China? And they're like, well, you'd have to touch base with a local tutor or a local instructor who can oversee your module two. It's not impossible, but, you know, uh, I think it has to be arranged, first of all, sort of thing. So it's it's not like, you know, if I were to go attend a seminar somewhere, a little bit easier to do. Uh, so she sends me a bunch of information about what, what would sort of happen, what would be expected and things like that. And very temptingly, the... 12 or no it's a 16 week course begins in february so that's just after spring festival if i don't do that intake then the 36 week course starts in march i'm like i don't want to do this for 36 weeks that seems like a very very long time to have something hanging over your head sort of thing whole nine months of because it's going to go from march until december whereas the 16 weeks goes from February to June, and then that way it'd be over, it'd be done. And then after that, I could do Module 3 uh, from November to, sorry, like October to December sort of thing. Like it's a 12-week uh, program, similar to uh, Module 1. The only issue, actually no, there's not the only issue. There's a few issues. Number one, the module two, second module, I have to pay for myself. So there's no uh, company funding for this. This is 100%, 100% on my own. Um, and I'm not entirely sure why. I, I thought it used to be because uh, since we're not directly in the classroom, it's like they, they don't want to send anything out, basically. But I'm not entirely sure. All that being said, this the, the new offering here is that you could do this Module 2 online, which you were never able to do before. And that means I could, from my apartment... <laughs> my quote-unquote home here in Beijing, China, I could uh, com- complete the second part, uh, which is also the, probably the toughest part of the, the, the trilogy, the Delta trilogy, uh, without really having to do much more. The same company, same sort of structure, uh, touch base with a, a local instructor here as well. And then they also said that uh, you'd have to conduct either one-to-one or class online right so module two deals more with the practical aspect of actually teaching so you come up with lesson plans you uh do feedback lessons like you know um, review essays and stuff like that of what you've done and what you should have done better and blah blah blah, stuff like that um which i tell you the truth i'm not sure if i'm altogether excited for that uh but uh, if it was one-on-one teaching I can see myself going into a more of a specialized uh, profession here where I'm teaching people one-to-one or at least very few uh, students at once. I don't really like having a lot of students to deal with, to tell you the truth. Even like having six is a little bit awkward. Twelve is, is although it's a small class, 
I would think it's still kind of too big, to tell you the truth. I'd much rather have a couple, like two, three, that's it. it just, just in terms of my own uh, my own preference. Uh, but uh, apparently, you for this Module 2 online, you can do this. You can set this up. And she says, uh, the, the information that I got was that if you choose to go this route, uh, or this route after, so you get, you, you talk with your your instructor for the first, I guess, 10 weeks or nine weeks or whatever, and then the last class is actually, it's recorded. Um, you have an external assessor, so it's not the instructor that you're working with. It's someone else who is like, who would be watching what you're doing, basically, and giving you feedback. Uh, and that's actually a, a trademark of, uh, not trademark, it's a, a trait of these courses put on by Cambridge and uh, like the, the CELTA and the Delta, is that they do, they switch the assessors, basically. So you have your instructor. But then there's an external uh, assessor who comes in and takes a look at what your instructor is doing, has done, and gives them feedback. And then they take a look at what you're doing to make sure that you are on point, that you're on according to standards sort of thing. So that that is all very much possible, including if I were to do Module 2 starting in February, I could do Module 3 starting in November or December or October, whenever it is. But I'd be able to get it all done within the next year, and I think that'd be awesome. If I don't do Module 2 in February, then that means that I have to wait until probably September to get it done. I, it would last for 36 weeks, and that's a long time, and I don't like that idea at all, to tell you the truth. But also trying to sign up for a new intensive course right now is also something that doesn't sound very appealing. But the, the appealing fact is that it would be done. The unappealing fact is that I have to do it. <laughs> There you go. How's that go? All right, uh, December drumming continues. I can hopefully I get this track up tonight. Uh, I'd very much like to. Uh, I'm surprised at how fast these days disappear, uh, given that uh, you know I try to be a little bit you know judicious with my time. But boy, these days fly by. And tomorrow I gotta get some some sleep tonight so I can get up tomorrow and do my uh, my uh, typical workout on Fridays. I don't work tomorrow. I don't think so. I will have much more time. It won't be as much pressure to get uh, the, the workout in uh, before a certain deadline sort of thing. That, so that's pretty good. Uh, so, But I do have uh, the air raid for uh, commemorating Jiang Zemin, uh, former president of, uh, of China. And uh, <clears throat> you can have a listen to that. Uh, but uh, then coming up after that, if I can, I will have December drumming tracks for you to have a listen to. All right. Well, um, yeah, I think we're coming in a little bit uh, short here on on that side, but uh, overall, I think that's going to do it. Um, oh, if, if if you do want any more information about this uh, this Delta thing that's going on, that I do have a bunch of videos on my my YouTube language vlog. So I do have a, a language vlog that uh, uh, I haven't been posting anything on. Uh, because I've been very busy with the module one prep, but uh, you can, if you're interested in learning more about what it sort of takes to do the Delta, I have videos on my language vlog that go through the the the, the Nile course requirements, uh, and I will be posting more videos later on going through the different aspects of the uh, the exam itself and what you can do to prepare and uh, how else, uh, whether or not you should even do it basically. So, okay, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes and tracks up on the website, uh, stevensersky.com. And of course, if you can uh, find, if you haven't found this podcast uh, on 
you know, through Spotify. It's it's available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google as well. Um, and then also you can get the MP3s over on my website, stevensersky.com, which you can also read up about the uh, December drumming challenge that I am doing at the current moment. All right, we're going to leave it there. Thanks again for listening. Have a good one, folks. Stay safe out there. Don't get COVID. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.